0: What was Gollum doing down there, buddy? Yeah, I was gonna say I get
1: I get Gollum, huh? You get Liv Taylor, and I get I get uh, I get Gollum. That's that's great, man. And yeah. everybody fucking knows I'm Gandalf and you're Gimli.
0: Dude, not so. with this, man. Not with this.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I'm like Gandalf the White. You know what I'm saying?
0: And you are I'm a nice, lot more white than I
1: am, <laughs> and I'm tall. You know, I'm tall like Gandalf. Yeah. You're a wee man, like. Like a little gimli guy, you know? But I'll but, take it. I'll take it. I'm kind of have some dwarfish tendencies, I suppose. So, yeah. So
0: I'll take I, I it. Was, I was, I was fine with it. I would have been fine if I was any of them. Well, I didn't want to be a hobbit. I'll be honest there. I didn't want to be a hobbit. Yeah. If he would have, if he
1: would have hobbitized us, I think that would have been, that would have been too much for me to take, man.
0: Yeah. I would have sent it back.
1: People call me dildo Baggins or something, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that, you, you, you know, from what I hear, Vince McMahon named all his dildos after wrestlers. And the white dildos were white wrestlers and the black dildos were black wrestlers. So
1: That's maybe maybe, maybe, he, <laughs>
0: maybe he did have a dildo Baggins or something. You never yeah, know. He what
1: probably that did, man. He, 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 of course, he had an Andre the Giant. We know that.
0: Yep. We know um, that. Don't get me started on this whole Vincent Man thing. Oh,
1: I know, uh, man. He like his, his legacy is destroyed. Yeah. But then again, we all we always knew he was a perv. You know. I didn't but know not, he was.
0: Sh- I didn't know he was shitting on people's faces. Yeah,
1: I didn't know he was. <laughs> but dude, hey, man, hey, hey, he's a billionaire. You know, you don't know how their mind works when they get that much money. Not yeah, saying I know. would. Not saying I would, but you know if. If I had a billion dollars and I was bored, like, you know, I might, might take a little some.
0: Not me, man.
1: I I couldn't do it. I, I, I'm too nice of a guy. I, I'd feel horrible about it. You know,
0: I knew it existed. I knew the fetish existed. You know, I heard stories before the internet and then, you know, when I was in Germany, I saw some magazines that had some stuff on the covers that I was like, nope, not going to look any. I saw the cover. I'm not going to look anymore. But yeah. what, what what really did it for me was the two girls in the cup. I was like, that's the most. I was. Yep. Nope. Nope. We lived
1: through that, man. Like these kids don't know what we had to go through in the early days of the Internet, man.
0: I'd rather watch uh, one guy, one jar over and over be- nope. instead of watching that two girls. Nope. We don't
1: talk about that. We don't talk about such things, dude. I would was- watch, I would watch two girls in one cup on a repeated loop for twelve hours a day before I would watch one guy, one cup, one time.
0: I'm, te- I'm you telling know, you, just, he was awful you know calm. What? He was awful calm.
1: That's the fucking bad part, dude. Is that there's no sound. There's. But you this you hear the glass break, yeah, but there's no sound, there's no whimper, there's no moan, there's no screaming in pain. It's just an empty void of sound while the entire audience who's watching it is screaming and fucking I I hate it. I fucking that video scarred me for life.
0: And that it's was some. of those
1: That was some too- thick
0: dark blood. I
1: know it was, you know, it was that deep blood is what it was, you know. <laughs>
0: <It> was,
1: <laughs> up an uh, air in that crevasse, it gets really red, really you, red know? you
0: know. It's just, how do you, it's just, I hope someone lived there so he could just be embarrassed at the hospital. Cause if he had to dial 911, first he has to tell the 911 lady, I shoved the jar up my ass and it broke. And then right. she's got to relate it to the fucking 911, the ambulance. Well, then well, on their I- way, I- and then on their way there, they're probably like, "This can't be fucking real." And then they get there, and it's like, "Yeah, it's real." It's yeah, like, "Do I yeah, take?" It's yeah. like, you know, it's like that had to have been embarrassing. I don't know, you know, that, you know, I would have never thought to shove anything glass up my butt, but
1: uh, it's not my first thought. No, you
0: know, no. And and the fact that he picked, you know, science tells you jars can't take a lot of pressure, and, they, and the and the and the human anus is really strong. So it's I don't very, know. What you're uh, yeah,
1: just he wasn't, man. You know, he wasn't no. like you know with two girls, one cup. Somebody got me on that because I I kept seeing the reaction videos and I'm like, what the hell are they reacting to? And then I finally saw it. and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking horrible. So yeah. I proceeded to send it to everyone. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I went to parties and I put it on and people were like, like Murray, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I got scarred for life and I have to pass it on to you. But, but one guy, one jar. No, no. I, yeah. I, and I put it in my mind and got uh, just. I, I never showed it to anyone.
0: See, to me. It the the ones that stick out the most from the early days is the obviously the two girls, obviously the jar, um, the chick that we discussed that one day, the Asian diarrhea and on herself in yeah, the club. yeah, that
1: was a, a big, big one in the 90s. Yeah.
0: Um, also the uh the dude that got butt slammed by the horse, but he really died in real life, and because of that, they had to make new bestiality laws in Washington because they were just letting it go. That one's the one that disturbed yeah, me, yeah. and there was one more. Oh, yeah, i have seen a couple like that. The Goatsy guy. No, you remember think, that one? Yeah, dude. Not.
1: I mean, we're not quite in uh, the Lord of the Rings territory, but <laughs> but that old ring was definitely fit for a Sauron, if you know what I mean. So yeah,
0: that was that was crazy. Uh, or a Sauron. Good. Sorry, sorry, but, you fucking nerds. Nerd. But I thought You know, I thought to myself Let's give the top five lists A break, not get rid of them Just give them a break And and, and discuss, because this opens the door now For us to do Because I was doing lists And I'm like, I'd like to talk more about this So now we can do Franchises and stuff like that So to me I like, you know Keep us fresh, keep us on our toes You know
1: yeah something so. something different it's not as structured so i hope i turn it out okay and you know we keep it within our usual limits about uh an hour and a half cuz that's when i start to get a little uh you know fidgety and stuff this this chair i got is super uncomfortable so but so it, it does the trick
0: now i'm going to before we start i want a full full disclaimer okay i'm a nerd But I'm not a reader. I got some reading issues. So I did try to read Lord of the Rings. I did did try to read it, I think, multiple times throughout my entire junior high. So for three years, I tried to read this book. I just couldn't do it. The only book that I've ever read from front to cover that was, like, huge. I mean, I've read little books, but huge. I was able to get through the stand. We were on a vacation I was bored out of my mind. We didn't have little tablets and uh, stuff to goof with, so I read a book. It, but it took me the whole week vacation. But this one, so when we discussed the franchise, we're doing just the films. I know That's there's a just, lot of stuff the book's the covered, but I'm not, I'm a nerd. I'll even say I'm an Uber nerd, but I'm not a platinum nerd because I didn't read the book. So I want people to think, you know, when they're like, he sure is referencing the movie a lot. It's because I didn't read the book. So full disclosure.
1: And and I'm going to agree with that. I myself uh, was an avid reader until, uh, you know, my neck went crazy and then it became kind of hard. But uh, I don't blame you. I've tried to read Lord of the Rings probably three different times. And I can get through about half of Fellowship. But it is so difficult, dude. It's it's dense. It's. I feel it's so bogged down in the lore, which it has to be. I get it. You know, don't jump down my throat, nerds. But it's just so bogged down in the lore and all the songs they're singing about their past. And I know he has to build the world and establish it. And It was different times back then, but it was just too dense. I just couldn't. I couldn't finish it, man. You know, and uh, it just.
0: And you throw I, in the appendices where he put more information in the append epi- because he did other. You know, he had other plans like with that simil- similar
1: Yeah, so, um, so
0: he had information. He had information in the appendices and all that, and it was like, God, I got to be a rocket scientist to read this fucking. Right. Book. But yeah, I get no.
1: what. He,
0: but but I get what he was going with. He, he, like you yeah, said, yeah. you know, ancient Greece had such history, rich lore, but the Brits didn't. I mean, they had their King Arthur, but they had no mythology, really, for... for yeah, for, so he you was say. trying
1: to establish a, a, a New Age lore, and he did, you know. I mean, Lord of the Rings is fantastic. I mean, just... It's awesome. It's expansive. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not a super... Nerd on it, but I'm definitely a big enough fan to where I can have a good discussion about it. But you know, I mean, you know if Led Zeppelin dug it, you know, I dig it too, man. So
0: and and I'm not a you know, I it influenced so much in my I think. I mean, no one no one's ever sat me down and watched something or I read anything that showed that uh Zygast or whatever the guy who created Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I don't think Zygast. I ever yeah, I don't think I ever read anything where he said, "Oh, Lord of the Rings influenced me," but it, it had to have influenced them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because everything was everything that was in that style. Past that, you know, it was it, it it touched everything, dude?
0: Right. You know so, I mean? And, uh, I mean, I I'm not huge on the lore. I know the Hobbit side of it because because of, yeah. of the movies. I mean, yeah, I did yeah. see yeah. I now I did see the Hobbit back as a kid you know
1: yeah me too that's where yeah. i first cut my teeth was uh, i saw the hobbit when i was a child but the lord of the rings animated i don't believe i was able to see that until later on in life
0: okay and, and uh,
1: you know later on i mean after the movies came out so
0: cuz the know hobbit know? was popular it was on tv all the time yeah, and dude yeah, the and hobbit
1: You know, The Hobbit is what got me excited for Lord of the Rings because I knew that story, and you know, Gollum. The he looked like a little fish head, yeah, and all that. You know, it's the animated ones were well. The Hobbit was great. The Lord of the Rings, yeah, dude, it was it was cool. It was awesome, but we got the movies. You know, it's just I didn't really get too into the animated Lord of the Rings after the movies because. I felt they were superior. But and, the Hobbit movies, be, albeit they're they're you know great and all, I prefer the animated Hobbit over, you know, it was condensed, quick story, didn't take, you know, nine hours to watch.
0: And yeah. it had it had legendary music, you know, the the journey song with that guy at the very beginning. Life and
1: the, yeah, I can't yeah. Say that.
0: And yeah, the, the who go my land, who go my land. Yeah. Who so go yeah. You, land. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you have all that. And so, you know, but see, that's, I saw that one. And then I am with you. I didn't ever see, my dad had a t-shirt with the, with the animated Lord of the Rings Gandalf on it. Really cool shirt. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I, I
1: think I know I, the design you're talking about,
0: but I never saw it. I didn't buy it till later. And I love it to death because I'm a huge fan of Ralph Bashke anyway. Right. And he did this, but everybody was disappointed with it from the family of Tolkien. They all hated it. And that's why if you look at the animated, but Warner brothers keeps it in there. They acknowledge it because it, it goes, if you look, you have Lord of the Ring. you have the Hobbit, which starts the story. Then you have Bashke's Lord of the Rings, which is all of Lord of the Rings condensed. Plus the first part of the two towers. And that's where it ended. He didn't get permission to continue. So the guy who did the original Hobbit did a Return of the King version animated in the style of the Hobbit to Bookend. So you've got the Hobbit and Lord of, and Return of the King by the same people as Bookends with Ralph right. bashkies in the middle. So they continue the story instead of redoing Bashkies. They said, Okay, no one liked it, but we'll just leave it in there as part of history. So I gotta give Warner Brothers credit for not just making it disappear like it never existed.
1: Thanks for clearing that up. Cause I was having kind of weird memories of it. Like of like, cause when you said they stopped at two towers, I'm like, wait, man, I could have swore. I saw an animated return of the King at some point
0: Yeah, because I did. was, you
1: know, I know I did, but then now that you explained it, I'm like, you're right. The animation was different between the two because it had really weird. Uh, the animation was, was different than the Hobbit. I didn't, I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, the Hobbit and the Return of the King were rankin' bass. The one in the middle was basky and he liked to use the cell. So, like when when Frodo was dancing in the in the in the restaurant, to all the audience members were real people.
1: Right, right. That they like blacked out and or, or yeah. colored in and they were in silhouettes. I do That's believe it's exactly it was, what I was thinking. Yeah. I do believe
0: it was called rotoscoping because he did the same thing in Wizards. He did the same thing with Fire and Ice. He was really into that. So
1: I I heard you get rotoscoped from time to time. Mr. Z gets, Mr. Z gets rotoscoped. That's what he does for fun. No, sorry. I get what you're saying. I had to, I had to block the nerdness for a minute. So, but no, you are correct. It is called rotoscoping, I believe. And uh, it's just, what other movies had that shit in it? Did he do like heavy metal?
0: No, he didn't do it. Heavy Metal used it, I think, but not in the whole thing. Just for yeah, a certain. No, yeah, yeah. But but uh he he liked to use it a lot. I don't know who else you I don't think he used it in Fritz the Cat, but I haven't seen Fritz the Cat in so long, okay. so I don't remember, but
1: I knew there was another movie that had the same kind of style, and I couldn't think of what it was, and it's it's Fritz the Cat.
0: Yeah. It's Wiz- been but a I know
1: long time for that too. So,
0: but I know for sure. I know for sure that wizards and fire and ice use the same as you know. But I I I don't have a problem with it. I loved wizards. I love. I own fire and ice. I own wizards. Yeah. You know. I I don't own Fritz the cat. He did. He, there's some other ones he's done that I like, but I don't own. But I'm I'm a huge Bashki fan. So,
1: never but- got to see wizards. I'd like to, but have never sat down and actually watched it you know what I
0: mean like
1: I'm pretty sure I will someday that'll probably be on my list after this
0: well if you if you if you can't find if you can't find it I have a stack of these we might be able to see what we can do for you okay, okay. All, right. all right all right
1: sounds uh, good I still gotta finish that uh philosophy gotta finish that up because I had to take a break from that one for a minute
0: i okay before we get started I gotta ask you have you ever freaking played legend of dragoon yet
1: no not yet i I ended up not buying it because i was weighing it out in my mind if i want to buy it because my neck you know it's so jacked up it's very hard to play video games but uh you know I, i went on to other pursuits you know i i ended up getting into vinyl shortly after uh or getting back into vinyl shortly after we had the dragoon discussion and that's kind of it's kind of where my free time's been, been spent.
0: Well I'm pretty Going sure out. you could emulate it. I'm pretty sure even if you're like one day you're like you know what I want to play it I'm sure it can be emulated.
1: You yeah know. Steve's Steve's art or er, Mr. Z is already on it you know the cats okay. out the bag on that one but yeah we've our we've discussed it and uh, we discussed that other one too—that weird fighting game that you liked, that like has people with no arms and legs. Oh, uh,
0: Thrill Kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it that was. one's that one's a good one. I like it. I don't know. Yeah, I we ended I, up finding that one too. So, so and
1: folks, if you hear the delay and everything, we are trying to work this out. Checking the the mic settings. We've already tried to do it, you know, and we ran into some other problems. But just bear with us and be kind. Yes. And if you don't like it, fuck off. Thank you. That's that, my service announcement.
0: That, that's another option that people have. Yes. And, 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 you know, some people may actually take your advice and be like, "Fuck that, motherfucker!" I am. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah,
1: well, and the, I really they don't. don't want you to piss off. You know, I, like, I take that back.
0: They go up Please to the bear. X button. They go up to the X button, and they're like. Well you know maybe he'll maybe he'll offend me again later let me stick around so you never
1: know yeah you know don't don't fuck off quite yet I got more for you and I'm sure if you're a Lord of the ring nerd we'll we'll hit a nerve along
0: the way I'm gonna say one more thing and then we'll start I'm gonna say one more okay. thing all right if you, you ever wondered if the people on the internet who like just keep throwing fire on it and get ridiculed and ridiculed and ridiculed do you think they're into s m you think those are the kind of people that like to like SNM? Because who wants to sit around on Facebook all day getting picked on because you can't shut your mouth? It's like you're asking for punishment. Are they SM people? I'm just yeah, saying dude, I-,
1: I couldn't, I couldn't do it, man. You know, I mean, I I don't you know, I'll dish out some pretty harsh shit on the old TikTok every now and then because there's tons of those people out there that just they're on there because they want to get picked on, because you know. That's what I'm saying. That's just—I think they are. I think they like the abuse. They've gotten so accustomed to the abuse in this world that they feel that's the only way that they can get love or attention. You know, it's—it's a warped, warped fucking thing. I guess you know you got to get your endorphins somehow. You know, so eh, not me, man. Please don't pick on me.
0: No, I don't want to get picked on either. But anyway,
1: man. But anyway, so.
0: So, Lord of the Rings, I was super excited when it got announced. Dude, I was
1: beyond excited.
0: And when they said Peter Jackson, I do recall I was excited about that, too. I, dude, I flipped my lid because I want to, before
1: we go further with that, I have to interject. I was a Peter Jackson fanatic at the time they announced that he was doing Lord of the Rings it blew my fucking mind. I'm like, you, you guys are giving Peter Jackson $300 million to do Lord of the Rings because that was huge. $300 million was a ginormous sum back in the day. And I'm like, you guys are giving it to Peter Jackson, dude. He made my, some of my favorite movies of all time, like dead alive, meet the feebles. Uh, 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 Bad taste You know what I'm saying Like
0: Hell I even liked the one he did with Michael J. Fox Where he was a scammer Yeah the Fighters
1: Excellent movie The only one I didn't really like that he did was Beautiful Creatures I think it was called
0: The one with Uh, the two chicks
1: Yeah the Lovely Bones were cool But the Beautiful Creatures One I just I didn't connect with it I couldn't tell you what it was about other than like
0: they wanted to that's kill her. They, they were lover. The, the girls were lesbians, but the one yeah, mother was. Yeah, yeah. So they had, yeah. they wanted, to, they planned to kill her and this, that. Yeah. I kind of liked it, but it wasn't like, woohoo. But it. I tolerated it. I've seen it only one time. And I tolerated it.
1: You know, but, and see, for, for me, it was one know, of those things where, weird. you know, I love the goofy, gory humor. And you go from the goriest movie ever made. Anybody? anybody Out there can fight me on it But Dead Alive is the goriest Funniest movie ever made Uh, um, And then you go into something like Beautiful Creatures I just It it wasn't what I was looking for at the time
0: Now I'm going to be the unpopular guy Probably in the room And I'm going to say a little long in the tooth But I liked his King Kong
1: No, I like King Kong too I do feel it was A little bit long. I'm going to go on a limb and say it was overstuffed. But I think that's what the studio wanted at that point. You know what I mean? They're like, uh, you know, we want an epic Lord of the Rings style King Kong to create, uh, you know, this epic huge series. Right. Now, King King Kong isn't something that I can really go back and and rewatch a lot of times. Like Lord of the Rings, I revisited all of them uh, for our podcast. It's been a good 20 years since I've seen them. Can you believe that? It's been 20 years since those things have come out. But anyway, but yeah, King Kong, I own it. I own the special edition. It's just not something that I can see myself tossing on anytime soon. Right. But it it looked great, man, that whole King Kong ripping the, the tyrannosaurus's head in half and shit and i like jack black i i, I you're not a fan of the old jack black
0: no right? i mentioned that last night yeah, yeah not, dude that, yeah.
1: That, that that broke my heart man but but i get it i understand dude i understand
0: but but i was like so excited for this movie but yeah. i don't i think i misunderstood I didn't realize he was doing all three of them like boom boom boom. I thought they were doing the first one, then if it did well, he would. I didn't realize yes, if he was it was reading so. the wrong articles or what, but I thought it was a you know it was gonna be a wait and see. You know, after I, when I the DVDs it was came a out, I, gamble.
1: I I was so concerned before it came out on a couple levels. I'm like, dude, if this movie stinks. And it doesn't do well. It's going to destroy Peter Jackson. And I'm never going to get any Peter Jackson movies again. My second concern was that it was a New Line Cinema production. And New Line Cinema, you know, The House of Freddy. Right. You know, it became really a popular studio for us, uh, you know, nerds. You know, us nerds love New Line Cinema movies. And I'm like, fuck. They're putting all this money into making all three. And if it doesn't work, it's going to tank, you know, two things I love a lot. And uh, you know, thank God we know what actually happened. And right. And uh now, something I did not know that when I was doing a little research on this episode, did you know that Harvey Weinstein was involved in this?
0: I thought that was where they were going to go first and he just couldn't come up with the money, but I didn't know he was involved. Yeah. No, see,
1: I always heard the legend was that he treated Peter Jackson like shit and they didn't like each other. And, um, they actually made one of the orcs in return of the King. They modeled it after Harvey Weinstein. Um, we'll get into that when we discuss return of the King, but then, when I was watching the special edition, it said that Harvey Weinstein was an executive producer on return of the King. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. He's Miramax. He's not new line cinema. That's Bob Shea, you know, like what's, what's going on here. So I was hoping maybe you'd have a little bit more information. I mean, it doesn't change anything that, uh, you know, old creepy Weinstein was involved, but, you know, once I found out that one of the orcs was modeled after him 20 years ago, it's pretty evident that a lot of people knew this guy was a creep way before yeah, I, did, don't,
0: I didn't I didn't really notice that. So I didn't I knew yeah. I knew because I think all the early like the frighteners, I think that was Miramax film. So I think
1: okay, yeah, yeah, maybe he was uh, tied in with both of them, I guess. And
0: I always heard the story. I always heard it was Miramax was going to be the first was the first one he went to because he'd already made for them. But they were like, oh, that we can't. That's too much too it's ambitious. too risky.
1: Yeah, it right. was definitely a it was a bold move. It had never been done before that. The stipulation was, you know, you can make one, but you have to make all three. Because it can't just be one. I think there was some kind of legal stipulation with the rights and the licensing that they had to do it that way. Like we have to guarantee that all three movies will be made, or we're not even going to do one. Right. But it was a huge risk. But goddamn.
0: And he pulled. He pulled a George Lucas with this one because he was in New Zealand, yep. and he instead of trying to find a, a studio a studio to uh, do the special effects and everything. He just created Weta. Uh, Yeah,
1: Yeah, Justin. And and, and dude, I will put this out there. I was a little bit concerned that re-watching these things, the CGI was going to look dated. And I had a friend over, uh, my buddy Chad, and we were watching Return of the King. And I'm watching it and I'm like, dude, how do you you think that looks, man? And he said, well, it looks like anything else these days. I'm like, that's it. That's exactly it. This was 20 years ago and it still looks as good or better than the CGI vomit that we get today. Why Mm -hmm. is that? Why was it so good back then? And it's so cheap and nasty and phony.
0: It's no, it's the same. You know, just, it's it's like when we were talking. I know you watched it when we were talking on Backwoods about Event Horizon. Same thing. Yeah. It had some good CGI for 1997. You know.
1: Yeah. Some it of us
0: Yeah. So Event I, I, it, Horizon's
1: it, awesome, dude. I wanted to chime in and and tell my story on Event Horizon, but <laughs> but uh, you know we'll save that for another
0: so another discussion. So, so, yeah, it, it, the special effects are good. Now, I do know the quality. I bought it originally on DVD, but I didn't buy the theatrical cuts because they were talking about, the ex- they had already said, which was weird. Usually, they would just release the theatrical after everybody bought it be like, oh, by the way. But he came out right at the gate. Hey, we're releasing the theatrical version. And then a little bit later, we're going to release the extended cuts. So, I right. waited. So, I waited. So, cause I saw it in a the theater, but I waited to buy it. So I bought the extended cut on DVD. And then in the last set, there was a coupon in there for the, the box sleeve. So you could put all three DVDs in this box sleeve. So it looked like, you know, to keep them, hold them together. So nice. I got, that. so I got that. So I bought it on DVD. And then when it came out on Blu-ray, I repurchased it. Now this was before 4k. So I bought it on blu-ray and it looks really good then it came out on 4k and i was like no nah, i'm not gonna triple dip this time so i was like nah i'm not gonna get it i don't have any regrets because the blu-ray versions of the hobbit and lord of the rings those two trilogies they look good on in blu-ray so i'm not upset i didn't get the 4k because from what yeah. i've read it's not that much of a difference between the blue and the four um so it, it's not like if, if it was huge leaps and bounds I would have bought it, but they say it's not, so I just stick with my blues. But so, h- how did you feel about the cast? How are you with the cast? Uh dude, how the cast. You- oh,
1: man, I got to back off on this mic because I'm hearing that echo a lot. But we're just gonna soldier through. I thought the cast was was amazing. I mean, um, you know, at first, you know, Sean Austin. Whoa, what's going on? I'm putting up the cast. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, Dude, Viggo Mortensen, unbelievable. Um, It was supposed to be that other guy that was in Queen of the Damned. I really think that would have screwed the movie up a little bit. Um, Ian McKellum, uh, you know, I heard a rumor that they were going to do Sean Connery Connery as, as Gandalf. And I don't know if I think that would have been interesting, but I can't see anybody but Sir Ian doing Gandalf.
0: So it's a good thing. It's a good thing Sean Connery stuck to his guns about being retired.
1: Right, right. You know, I just I just don't think it would have had the heart. It would have been fantastic, I'm sure, but Ian Ian McCallum has so much heart. And his whole arc from the lovable, kind of goofy, but stern Gandalf, the gray, the wise into, you know, Gandalf, the white and powerful. He just, man, it was just awesome, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can definitely tell that Obi-Wan was kind of based on, on Gandalf a little bit. But we won't get into that kind of discussion too much. Um, the guy that they got to play, uh, Gimli Reese, um, you know, loved him in, uh, loved him in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Couldn't believe they were able to do the magic to make him a little, you know, a little, a little dwarf guy. I was like, how the fuck are they going to pull that off? Dude's like six, eight,
0: <laughs> well,
1: maybe not six, eight, but you know what I mean? He's a, right. he's a very big dude,
0: man. Yeah.
1: Uh Orlando Bloom. Didn't know him from a hole in the wall before this movie. Uh you know, I kind of take him or leave him, you know. I think he's great as Legolas, but uh you know, don't don't care too much. Uh if you ask me Sean Aston's the uh the star of the show.
0: Well, he's, I'm going to uh, be honest. Uh, I'm going to be honest because I'm very secure in my sexuality. I got to say. Picking Orlando Bloom to play an elf who were supposed to be ageless. They picked the very, very the dude's beautiful dude. He's he's, he's a like, handsome fellow. Got, he's got like you know now he's is. a little rough looking, but then he perfect skin. He was perfect because him and live Liv, Liv Tyler. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they
0: all like they're all were perfect. The only the only the only elf that was rough was the dude from The Matrix. He, yeah, he, was, he, he, he was you could fucking tell awesome. Right, he but, well, Weaving. I love you yeah. dude Like by going by the lore If he looked older than the other elves This was an old motherfucking elf
1: Yeah he was way Advanced but I think they made Him look so cool because I thought He looked just like he did In The Hobbit and When he came on screen I'm like That's exactly how I want that dude To look yep. you know what I mean Like I don't want anybody else in that Part except Hugo Weaving from The Matrix.
0: Right. And that was a good, that was, I love that aspect of The Hobbit, that anybody from the trilogy of Lord of the Rings, they were, if their role was in The Hobbit, Peter Jackson got them to come back and do that role. No one got recasted. So, you know, Orlando Bloom was in The Hobbit. So I like the fact that, I like how he did that. And I like how he bookended it, you know, the end of The Hobbit. Was it the end of The Hobbit? Where it was the beginning of Lord of the Rings, oh, where photos oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings,
1: where, yeah, where yeah, Frodo's yeah, waiting yeah. on him, yep, yeah, and he yeah. comes in the door, and it's Frodo again and stuff, and yeah, yeah, I, mean, I love how all that works too, you
0: know. Yeah, Peter Jackson edited those movies, great, great,
1: but yeah, dude, Peter Jackson, I have nothing, nothing bad to say about Peter Jackson. I mean, even though the Hobbit movies weren't, they were still masterpieces. I just felt that they were kind of hollow because they had to add so much. You know what I mean? They they had to pad the runtime so much of the movies.
0: Well, that's what that he said. He, he, had to, he used the books. He used the book. Well, the book. But to make it go farther, he dipped into the appendices to show yeah, us stuff so, that yeah. was actually... It, it was in the Lord of the Rings trilogy appendices, but it was explaining stuff that had happened in the Hobbit. So he brought the stuff out to make it longer. So it wasn't a true, you know, he had to do that, but they wanted three movies. I thought they I always thought they should have just did one movie, but yeah, it I, mean, still worked. I mean, that's but- what I,
1: I hope. But once I got into it, I was into it. I was like, okay, I'm fine with this. I'm really considering revisiting those movies now that i just got through the the trilogy again i'm like you know maybe i kind of want to see desolation of smog i ha- fucking hate that dude he's smog i don't i hate the desolation of <laughs> i just i can't stand it dude but what did that's you, what it is that's what it now, is now
0: how are you how are you with frodo um, the I, can't was the actor's, I can't remember the actor's name, right?
1: Elijah Wood.
0: Yeah, a lot of people were like, I have some friends who love the movies to death, but think Elijah was the wrong pick.
1: I don't, I can't see anybody else doing it though. You know what I mean? Like, cause he kind of had that Elvish. I mean, I know he's a hobbit, not an elf, but he kind of, you know, uh, he had that cherubic face. And I really, there's not a single person that I can think of that I would rather see in that role. And
0: Elijah Wood has
1: went on to be a really kick-ass producer. Um, He's produced and been in a couple movies that are like horror classics now, like uh, The Maniac Reboot. And he did Greasy Strangler for Christ's sakes. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I am man, I'm all about Greasy Strangler, dude. Here's
0: so, a here's a gift from Steve, real quick.
1: Yes, thank you, Steve. Exactly. Thank you very much. Because I was gonna try to uh explain, you know, so people knew which one I was talking about. I was gonna be like the white. The white orc uh, in, in yeah. return of the king. Yeah, that is actually based on uh Harvey Weinstein, and I didn't know that until recently. So when I was re-watching it, I'm like, man, these people knew that he was a fucking asshole creepo for could, 20 20 years, and nobody did anything or could do anything about it.
0: Could could you imagine but, this guy? Could you imagine this guy here being in the Lord of the Rings movie? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I think I think the acting would have been bad. Who do you think? I think he could play uh Boromir, which I believe is uh Sean Bean's character. Like, you know, he was always kind of shifty, wanting to steal the ring, you know, and but ends up being pretty cool in the end, you know.
0: Bring bring me the ring. Whoa!
1: Oh, hey. <laughs> I can't do my dancing full bore right now. I probably. God <laughs> oh, dancing. You get so much flack. I'm glad you <laughs> liked the movie, man. I I thought it was pretty cornball, but I loved it at the same time. Uh, yeah, we're talking was... about the uh, Death, Death Rider, Death Rider. Uh, dancing. Talk
0: about back. some shitty CGI blood. That was some shit. Jesus
1: Christ. And then when they'd light on fire, it was all look like yeah. some bird bird demic shit you know like, and goddamn definitely, da- definitely dancing. not
0: Lord of the rings
1: yeah dude dancing casting himself we are so lucky he did not play wolverine back in our day like he and was he, supposed to
0: and you want to know the sad fucking part i was pissed at first Dude, when it, I, when I
1: was it totally pissed. When it
0: went to when it went to Hugh Jackman, I was like, dude, yep. looks like him. He's got the Wolverine and everything. Yep. What the fuck? I wrong was with so
1: you? I was so pissed off. I'm like, who the fuck is this huge jack off guy, dude? It's supposed to be Glenn Danzig. We were supposed to get Glenn Danzig for thirty years, and you denied us. And now looking back, it's like, thank God that didn't happen. (laughs) Because he had
0: a part. He was in one of the uh, movies. What's those movies with fucking. uh... The
1: the Prophecy.
0: Yeah, he was in one of them. He had a short role in it. It wasn't bad, but he didn't really say anything. Dude,
1: I was such a fucking dancing nerd. I rented the movie just so I could see dancing in it. (laughs) And he was in there for like 30 seconds, you know, but.
0: Oh, God. He would have made a good one of those Urukais. He would have made a good one yeah, of those.
1: Yeah, he, he would have been a nice Urukai. He would have been the guy that said, man, <laughs> You You know think the guy I'm talking about? Men.
0: Yeah. So you were okay with Elijah Wood. You didn't have a problem with him. You didn't think he was too I mean, under.
1: Like not qualified for the job?
0: Yeah. Possibly
1: at the time. But like I said, I've grown I've to grown really been. love and respect elijah woods since then so i i am totally okay with it and then you got you got carl urban but he doesn't come till two towers um and then you got motherfuckers sean bean which i had no idea who sean bean was before lord of the rings but i fucking love him to death now man ned stark you know yeah
0: You know, it's the only problem with a Sean Bean flick is you're like, this motherfucker's going to die. I know, dude. We can't just have (laughs)
1: Sean Bean like live, you know, like, come on, dude, just throw us a bone and give us a, give us a living, a living bean for a while.
0: I think he, uh, I think he literally died in, uh, I think he died even in fucking, what's that thing? Uh, I think he even died in silent Hill. Like yeah, dude, I'm even sure yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I if I I think you're right. Oh come on, man. <laughs> Why well, you gotta fucking dildo baggings me out, man? That's my thing,
0: dude.
1: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so Christ. now what did you think
0: of Mary and uh
1: uh and nobody's uh, you know they were they were nobody's I really like what they've done since, and I get happy when I see them get work. Um, I thought they brought a lot of uh, levity to the movie. You know what I mean? Like when there were some real tense times in the, the whole trilogy, I thought those guys really really brought some stuff to the table, some good comic relief and levity, and I thought they did fantastic, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, I liked them too. They made me laugh.
1: You know, they were,
0: yeah. Felt bad
1: for them and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know.
0: So, did you, let's go, let's take uh, the first one. Did you like, were you, we'll go, did you watch the extended cuts? No, I did
1: not. See, I don't own the extended cut for fellowship, but I have two towers And Return of the King. And I told myself, I'm only going to watch the theatrical versions so it's even-keeled. And I did that for for Fellowship and Two Towers. I had the theatrical cuts for both. But I was doing that streaming, decoding bullshit. Couldn't get a good copy and ended up watching the extended cut of Return of the King only. So... Hey, did you forget something Ooh. at the Bearskin store? We just what hold on. the hell's going
0: on? Let me turn this volume off. Uh, there we go. There we go. Um. So did you... So, okay, so I won't... uh you uh, want to survive? Stupid. So I won't bring up the fact... So I'll take... Let me take the extended cuts out of my mind. Did you feel the movies were, as long as they were... The first one, we'll do the first one. Did you feel it flowed? Did it flow good for you? Did you ever find yourself bored?
1: Not at all, because I was amazed. I remember when I saw it in the theater, uh, you know, I went in there thinking, okay, this is a gamble, you know, with everything riding on it, and they decided to make a three and a half hour movie. Like, can I stand this? Can I handle it? You know what I mean? And... Dude, I will tell you, I was so amazed and moved at the movie and just thought there wasn't a dull moment in it. I went home and I ain't gonna lie, dude. I made love to my woman. It really? It got me like, yeah, it got me that excited. I was like, dude, I just saw something that changed my life, man. This movie's friggin' great. I'm like, I'm kind of horny, you know. So Sorry to throw that in there, listeners, but just giving you my, my take. You know, I was a lot skinnier back then. So, you know, anyway. But, uh, so, yeah, dude, I, I thought it flowed excellent. Um, you know, I was kind of pissed that it ended the way it did because we were just on the verge of getting that Gollum reveal. And I'm like, yeah, i got I to wait a whole entire year before I can see – you know, before I get more of the story, but I knew it was gonna be a hit, you know what I mean? Like I knew it right. was that good. That
0: I went was, with my buddy Steve, not not the wackadoo who makes the stuff for me, but uh right,
1: right, yeah, another
0: Steve. And he for one, I didn't feel like I was sitting in a theater for three hours. it, it moved so quickly, I was like, It's over. But the way it ended, because remember, now remember, I didn't know, all right? I was under the impression it was going to be one of those, one of those, uh, let's see how well it does, and then we'll make more. So I thought they would have gave us a little bit of a closure of an ending, and the way it just ended, with them still walking, and it said the end, I was like, what if they don't make another one? Because like I said, I was confused. I didn't know. So I was a little upset. The ending... The ending upset me only because I was afraid there wouldn't be another one. So I was like, that's it. That's it. So yeah, that's the only. So at first I was like.
1: And, you know, I I will say this trilogy is the second best trilogy there is, is. you know, other than Star Wars. But, dude, I got to say. Return of the Jedi compared to Return of the King. God, I don't know, dude. It just seems, it seems like Return of the Jedi is the weaker movie out of the two. So it's, I'm really struggling for what's the best trilogy ever made. You know, is it Star Wars or is it Lord of the Rings? It's, well, I, I would, I, I, would
0: I would say for me, because of how it emotionally, I have to always go with Star Wars because I was just a little bitch brat back in right. the day. And it made such you a know? huge impression on me that I can't get it out as being the greatest thing ever. You know, the first time I lost my virginity, I was like, damn, this was good. But Star Wars was still better. Uh, but you know yeah, what I mean?
1: Star Wars was, you know, I <laughs> was I quite like that. But, you know,
0: I, I was. I'll say it right now. I can get y'all can. Y'all, people can write, send me emails and make fun of me, but I was like, "Sex is awesome, but Star Wars is better." And but I, as much as I love that, if, I, if you ask me in a different way, well, what's your favorite trilogy since you've been an adult? I'd say Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that statement because Star Wars, it was so important and so huge. You know what I'm saying? But uh
0: no. That's why I don't go to the movies anymore. You want to know the truth.
1: No, Steve brings up a good point because uh, Steve actually did go to the movie theater with me and we saw Avatar 2. And I'm telling you, me and him felt every minute of that fucking three hours. And I'll never do it again. There was a point in time, I'm sitting there next to Steve and I lift up my phone. And me and Steve look at each other and I said, we got two more fucking hours of this shit. (laughs) And yeah, dude, at this point in time, 20 years ago, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, dude, sitting in a theater for three hours, even in the shitty seats was great. was fun to do. Uh, I'd have no interest in doing that now. That's no, why I, I never saw any of the hobbits in the movie theater. I, I can't. I can't do that.
0: I. Well, I'll put place? it. I put it to you this way. I don't sleep anymore. I nap because when you go to bed at ten o'clock, and the next thing you know, you're peeing at midnight. You're peeing at two. You're oh, peeing well, at four. Well. You're peeing at six. Those are naps, man. You're not sleeping. You're napping.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I'm the same way, dude. You know our. Our old man plumbing don't work like it used to, so I'm nope. right there with you. I'm right nope. there with you.
0: I got to take a pill to help me pee. I got to p- take a pill to help me bang my old lady. I got to take a pill. I'm surprised. I got to take a pill for my brain now. I take some without those pills. I don't know. I'd, I'd just be a meat sack laying on the floor. So I'd many meet, fucking yeah, pills.
1: I'm, I'm with you, dude. I take the pee pill. I used to take the blue pill as well when I actually had a uh, avenue to explore there, but uh, it's been quite a few years. It always made me see blue, like it fucked with my eyes quite a bit.
0: Man, but, I yeah. I get every side effect off that fucking thing. My blood pressure drops. I feel like I'm gonna pass out. Yep, Fuck it, me too,
1: man. And everything me too. in the
0: room looks bright. Everything in the room looks bright as hell. Like it is fucking bright. My nose gets, my nose gets congested and I can't fucking breathe out of my nose. Right. It's like, it's fucking weird. And then I have, it's
1: like, you got a weird head cold. Yeah. And it's fucking with your eyes, but dude, the main effect is pretty nice.
0: (laughs) But I get it. I get, I get a good erection that night. And then the next day, all day long, I get a good erection, but I don't want one then. And I can't yeah. use it, but it gives it to me. It's like, why don't you fucking like, stop? Yeah, like if the wind <laughs> blows a certain way, you're like, dude, I didn't want that to
1: go off, dude. You know? Yeah.
0: So getting fucking... old, it's not as fun. I used to always wonder, why are old people so grumpy? Ah, I know now.
1: It's because everything sucks, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to answer Steve's question, man, three hours in the movie theater couldn't be done. And with that being said, I saw Two Towers at the movie theater twice. And I saw Return of the King twice.
0: Imagine Return of the King's extended cut in a the theater. That was four.
1: I know, dude. That I couldn't do that. I don't, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't like I didn't the extended like cut when I rewatched it. Because I kept saying to myself, why does this look different? Like, you'll get one a couple scenes that look great and has the the Lord of the Rings filter feel on it, and then some other scenes were like, dude, this looks kind of shitty. Like, you could tell it's totally green screened and all this, and it just something. Then it dawned on me, I'm like, oh, this is the extended cut. They didn't put as much uh, money and time into the the deleted scenes, obviously.
0: Well, uh, I'm going to lay it out there for you. I actually do like the extended cuts. I like the story, yeah. I only saw uh, Fellowship of the Ring in the theater. Two Towers, I don't remember. I might have seen Two Towers in the theater. I definitely didn't go to the theater to see Return of the King. I waited for the extended cut. So I can't even tell you what the... I can't tell... I mean... I you can't, can't tell you. me what
1: the theatrical cut even was.
0: Right. Oh I have God, never I watched it. When my father-in-law passed, and I got his DVD collection. I have the theatrical cuts, but I just, to me, I feel like I would make a mistake if I went back and watched the, like what you're saying. It's best to just leave it be. I don't want to be disappointed and be like, oh, well, the theatrical cut's better. I don't want to. I, I, just I hear I enough. hear
1: you. Because there's some stuff in the extended cut, especially of Return of the Kings, that's so badass that when you don't see it in the theatrical cut, you're kind of like, what the fuck? The main thing is, you know, when um, Aragorn pulls up to the, the, uh, the Black Gates of Mordor And uh, he's got the armies with him and everybody, and they're ready for the final battle. And uh, Saruman's or Sauron's emissary comes out, and he's the guy with the big fucking mouth. But the mouth, yeah. He's like, you know? Yeah. That scene was so fucking badass. And it's not in the theatrical cut. And that is probably, probably... One of my oh, favorite yeah. scenes in the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy is is when they finally get to that point, and Sauron sends that thing out there, and fucking Aragorn dispatches him with no problem at all. But
0: there, and there's hashing. so there's so many little things. Like I said, I can't compare anything to the book, so I don't know if anything's to the book. But I there like with the Pippi and all Pippin and all that. I love when yeah. he was sitting there in the well in Moria he knocked a skeleton and it's all quiet and peter jackson has everything quiet and all you hear is that skeleton falling all that shit falling in the well
1: tank 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 tank
0: right right and it's like i looking
1: at him like you fuck you fucked up again (laughs) shithead
0: yeah but yeah that shit's
1: awesome man
0: now when they were going through moria and gandalf perished Do you what do you do did he he really say I I I don't know did he say fly you fools?
1: That's what I keep running around in my mind, also. Like, if that was an option, why didn't he take why didn't he because he had already made contact with the Eagles at that point? You know what I mean? Right, He had already escaped Sauron from the oh, Eagles. So why didn't he, like, communicate to the Eagles? Hey, why don't you guys just fucking fly us into Mordor and drop us off? <laughs> you know, like, why? What the fuck? But then, you know, the Black Riders would have been looking for him and uh, the Nazguls, you know, and all yeah. the fucking creepy things. And But yeah, yeah, when he dies, you know... I was like, Well, you're telling these guys to fly, it's your fucking fault, dickhead. Yeah, you and then set he, that up, you
0: know. And then you and then you start to think, well, who was gonna call the birds? Yeah. Gandalf, Gandalf. seemed to be the only one that could talk to him. Right. You he know, he, he so told them he told the moths. you know, so it's yeah. like I don't that's think you know it
1: didn't make any sense. But then again, you know, we wouldn't have much of a movie if that was just like birds drop hobbits off in the fire. It's <laughs> over, you know,
0: no man yeah, we flesh, you know? Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get to be able to make the sequels, just fly them on over to Mount doom and let's just get it on. You know,
1: I thought the, the, you shall not pass, oh you know, fucking how many things have been in the lexicon of, of, of pop culture that are due directly to the Lord of the Rings franchise, you know, like, you shall not pass and my precious and
0: oh, that know, my precious like, is like huge, you know, every yeah. time, you know, it's my precious, everything,
1: you know, we got to have it, a discussion what, about that. So
0: what did you think of that performance he put in doing playing Gollum? Cause you yeah. don't really know what's going on until you've watched the special features. Cause you just think it's a CGI with a guy in a studio doing the voice, you know, what? hello there people. So, Then you look at this, he wore the things, he crawled around the whole time. He got into that role.
1: The faces and yeah, I I didn't know who he was until after that movie. And I fucking love everything that he has done since. Man,
0: he's Uh, the best. I think he's the best actor as a whole in in the trilogy because he was getting on the floor and "Oh, oh, oh, you know.
1: Right. Right. And just, you know, Gollum, I mean, before that we had Jar Jar Binks as our kind of baseline for a a computer generated character. And, you know, the CGI on, on Jar Jar Binks wasn't the problem with Jar Jar. It was the guy just Jar Jar himself. Just let's get that out of our mind. But Gollum, I mean, Holy shit. That was so amazing. And I'm still amazed by it when I watch it today, like just how expressive they were able to make him and just what an out of the park performance by, uh, Andy, is it Andy circus? Is that his name? Yeah. 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 Um, just, uh, just how insanely good he was, you know? And then at the beginning of the return of the King, they did the, the, Little short about Schmeagle and stuff, and yeah, you know. And I I liked it that you hated him, but you sympathized with him as well. You know, and he just he chewed up every scene he was in, dude.
0: And it didn't help that Annie Lennox did the song for Gollum's name, so it really made you feel bad for him. It's like just
1: pulled at your heartstrings, like you know. I would have liked to have seen him have a little bit more remorse about killing his buddy. You know what I mean? Like they show the was so, yeah, he was so obsessed with the ring that he was clouded by it, but I would have liked to have seen some bits where he like missed his friend, you know, like, and just kind of reflected on that, but you know, beggars can't be choosers.
0: But so, I've always said, I've always said George Lucas must've read Lord of the Rings because if this isn't the book, the way it went in the book, I don't know. I didn't read it, but Luke Skywalker, the whole star Wars trilogy wasn't about Luke. It was about Darth Vader. And in return of the Jedi, Vader is who saved the day by tossing good old Palpatine down the chute.
1: Yeah. He, it was Vader's redemption arc. If that pretty much saved the story.
0: If, if Gollum hadn't have been following them, I think old Bilbo would have thrown fucking Sam into the lava and kept the ring. Yeah, dude. And the
1: whole world would have been completely fucked. You but know, that's that's one thing that makes me mad about Return of the King is that they're giving Frodo all these this praise that he's the hero. And it's like, no, man, Sam was the hero. You know, Gollum yes, was
0: the hero. Gollum, Gollum. Yeah,
1: I mean, if Gollum, Gollum had been selfish, yeah.
0: Right, I mean, if Gollum hadn't been there, I think Sam would be dead, and Frodo would be like the god of 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 the planet, you know, of their world. But right, yeah, because Gollum was there, and his lust for the ring was so strong too, that by him stealing it from him and following it, if it wasn't for that, he would be. It would have ended the way it did. So I think right. I've so always thought yeah. he was. Gollum was the hero of the movie, but the hero of their journey was Sam.
1: Yeah, dude. Because Sam was like the steadfast, and even he was tempted by the ring a few times, but yep, never faltered, man. You know what I mean?
0: No, he fucking Frodo was his boy. He wasn't fucking around. He was, you know, he, yeah. that whole the all of that whole part of them when they went through uh, Mordor and they were you know getting to the to the spider and all that. Sam right. was having it. Sam was having it rough, dude. And then yeah, Frodo was turning on up. him. It was
1: and then, yeah, Frodo, Frodo pushed him away went and in. went with Gollum and shit and all that stuff. Yeah. And it uh, it was it was fucked up, but he stayed true and he showed up in the end when he needed him, you know. So
0: the, the hobbits yeah. were loyal because even Mary and Pippin were, were loyal to each other,
1: right? Yeah, right till the end, and, you know.
0: Oh man. When when Pippin sang that song when they brought Sean Bean's body back, I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. He, I liked I like that singing he did. And he did it in that old, like Irish, old Irish kind of sound.
1: Yeah, the and old he, Celtic sound. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he sounded good. I was like, this dude can sing. But it yeah, was like it was fucking Yeah. That whole guy, shit. that whole scene with the guy from Fringe can't remember his name, eating all them tomatoes, and just you know, and it's just the guy who was watching more was watching uh, uh, Gondor because the family, you know, the, was the his... king
1: wasn't back. Uh, yeah, the right the guy, the guy who drenches himself with the oil and shit and all that.
0: Yeah, he was gonna fuck. He that that guy was a lunatic too. I mean, I get it; he lost <laughs> his sons, but you know, it's like he was and more upset so about did, Boromir And, than I, and I think he
1: was, was, was he was blinded he was, by power too because. I think when Aragorn returned, he felt really threatened, you know, because he was the heir to a sealed door. We're fucking dorks, Paul. We know this shit.
0: I, I, yeah. You do. My, my brain with the Alzheimer's, I am not good with... I can tell you everything, but I can't tell you their names. Yeah. Like, it's
1: I, it's like, it's
0: like the battle. The most awesome battles in cinematic history, in my opinion, were in all these movies. Right.
1: But, right. The,
0: but the first time you saw that battle in... What was that place they all went to? Helm's Helms Deep. Deep. Yeah, that thing blew my fucking mind. I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I was like, this is... That battle is... I know the one... I know the one at the end of Return of the King was even more epic in scale. But it wasn't as good
1: as Return of the King. Because we had never seen anything. We had never seen anything like Return of the King. Or I mean, uh, like the Battle of Helm's Deep. Deep.
0: Yeah, because that was the Two Towers, right? Yeah. Right. And yeah. I actually
1: named, uh, I I named a specific kind of fart, the Helm's <laughs> Deep. So whenever I, mean, I brew one, it's <laughs> called a Helm's Deep.
0: See, but, the, uh, I was like, in all of that whole thing, it was dark. Right? There wasn't a lot of, there was no light, it was dark, but yet it still looked good. Right. you know, you usually could see usually, what
1: was happening, you know. Yeah,
0: usually when I'm not a filmmaker, you know, all right, but I, I, I've heard filmmakers say if you don't want things to look a certain way, do it in the dark, you know, make it right. make it, it in the dark. You don't have to put too much detail in it. It's dark, no one's gonna see anything. This was dark, lit by fucking fires, and it looked amazing, amazing. Yeah, it
1: just it it and there was some. There was real tension there. You know what I mean? Like right. You you didn't know really what was going to happen because at that point I mean, you know, we saw Sean Bean die. Gandalf Gandalf had not returned yet when when Helms Deep started. Cuz so that's when still, he showed up. Yeah, we still thought that the stakes were were pretty high. So right. spoiler spoiler alert for no one that's tuning into our discussion that hasn't actually seen the movies, but, but and see, uh,
0: well, I was going to say, you we know, when we talk about spoilers, this is a good when I watch, okay, I've watched all the Harry Potter films with my wife, and she's read all the books I have never heard someone more times in my life get pissed off, that's not how that's supposed to go, that's not how that's supposed I hear you. to go, I
1: can't, I don't like the Harry Potter movies at all so but i was I, like
0: i i don't know if how true it was to the book so at least by me have seeing the movies and only the movies i'm not disappointed by the movies i mean i don't i don't know how i know like you know uh bum what was his name Bumbledore, Bimbledore Dumbledore.
1: Uh, yeah yeah
0: no no the, the the guy that lived out in the in the woods um in the Lord of the Rings, they removed that Tom character. Tom
1: Bombadil.
0: Yeah. They removed him completely. But the walking tree used to, he was saying some of the stuff that Tom Bombadil the, was saying. Tom gave,
1: Bombadil said, yeah. The, the yes
0: yeah. Right. So I see, you know, I get, you know, time constraints and I know I saw a lot of people upset in message boards. I can't believe Tom Bombadil has been taken. You know. So I know some people who follow the books were disappointed. So at least I got the luxury of seeing a movie and not being upset because it didn't completely stay faithful to the books, but it yes. being a good movie. Cause usually movies that I've seen people will ruin it for me. It's like, Oh, I love this movie, blah, blah, blah. They're like, well, in the book, this, 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 you're like, well, shit, that sucks. No one's ever ruined Lord of the Rings for me. No one's ever said, well, oh, the book did this. It. So it's never been ruined for me. So I'm I glad I didn't, I didn't see the, I haven't read the books just cause so it didn't ruin the movie experience for me.
1: See, I read the books enough to, to, to be like, where's Tom Bombadil or whatever, but that's the only omission. And to be honest, I really feel like the Tom Bombadil stuff would have really like stopped the flow of the movie. Okay. Even the extended cuts, it would have been like out of place and kind of corny, I think. You know, but, fans out there of Tom Bombadil, I'm sorry, but this shit was kind of corny, dude. It was, just face it, it was cornball, cornball.
0: And how excited did you get when Gandalf shows up on that dark jury night in that light? just Coming down
1: off the hill, you know, you think yeah. he's dead. They don't give you any indication that he's
0: he's still alive or whatever and shit, and, or They're do just... they? No, I think they find him in the... He's glowing white. But I yeah, think they dude, try they to make... Do. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Try to, they don't show his face to kind of make you think it's Saruman and not Gandalf. Right,
1: yeah, and they don't... Okay, yeah. When he comes down the hill...
0: Then oh we know God, it's... I'm, I'm
1: fucking stupid because I forgot the whole part where Gandalf releases the king of uh Rohan. Uh, yeah. The horse people. The, the king of yeah. Rohan. You know he uh, he releases him. So Gandalf was back and in quite a bit of two towers, but you didn't know what was going to happen in the battle until he fucking showed up and
0: right. And he was fucking all crazy going. Just, you know, like, yeah, that was. And like I said, I know a lot of that battle is CGI, and it looked good. It didn't have that care, weird. Yeah. It looked really good. You See, know, that's and,
1: the difference, man. When you have a good story and your CGI serves the story and isn't self-serving to just have special effects, your mind can be like, I'm fine with it. I can accept the fact that I know this is CGI because I'm absolutely blown away at how kick-ass this story is. But these days, like, you know, you look at something like Aquaman 2, where it's just like, you know, the battles are supposed to be just as big and as epic as Lord of the Rings but it looks like somebody fucking CGI vomited on the screen and what they vomited was fucking day glow, baby shit. It's just, it's, I hate just, I don't like CGI these days.
0: Now, but I will say that Lord of the Rings had the least, and I know it was laying a foundation. It had the least action of, of all three. It, most of its action happened there at the end when Boromir gets killed and they separate the broken. Yeah, yeah. That was the only action. But all that stuff before that wasn't so slow and draggy that yeah, you, were, mean, you, you, were, were, you were cool with it.
1: You were engaged in it. It was a nice buildup build and it built up the tension. So when the time came, when the stakes were super high, you were already emotionally invested in 90% yeah. of these characters, you know, like, and Peter Jackson, that's why I love his work. Because it's just like, holy fuck, man, you, you, you you can tell a story and get us, and it's character driven and actor driven. And you get us to, you know, be emotionally invested in what we're seeing on the screen, you know, and just, it's, it's a, it's a goddamn testament the filmmaking it's, and there's
0: you know, and, the, and, and the small things were cool when they went through the swamp and all those bodies were in just under the water they yeah, did you know, dude, that,
1: creepy that was ass cool. swamp. yeah that was awesome
0: when, when they were running from them the the the, the and they yeah, were man. uh and Liv T- tyler made the i don't remember her elf name Made the wave come. I mean, that was all the I don't don't
1: remember her name either. I think Liv is a pretty cute elf name, as is well, you know
0: now. I do know she wasn't in the book. There was no the live, yeah. She
1: kind of added was added. I guess there's some reference in the similarian of something like her, but it was right. Definitely not a part of the book, I guess. But, but, but seeing those
0: horses inside the wave—the waves, it, yeah—it looks so cool. Awesome, yeah, but I mean, it was even the little—you know—I love the scene when they go to meet the uh, the, the 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 wood elf lady. Uh, Kate
1: Beckinsdale or uh, Kate Blanchett? Blanchett, yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
0: It. it. It looked beautiful. It looked like you wanted to take a screenshot and make it a wallpaper because it wasn't yeah, dark. I, but it was dark all around. And you just saw the white lights of them walking through the woods, and yeah, like you, you can tell, tell that in these, the street. these
1: these creatures, these creatures glowed, glowed, and they were, yeah, they were uh, ephemeral. Is the word I'm looking for? I think anyway. Something uh, never mind. Yeah. Ephemeral is skin yeah. deep, but.
0: And then when she got pissed off when he said, "You take the ring," and she's all, "I was like, oh my god!" It was like. Some she of these people flipped out. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the people in this movie, in this whole trilogy are people that I've always liked as actors and actresses, but I think they really stood out in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like they, they busted
1: out. out. They, I mean, they did above and beyond, you know, and some people, it was their first yeah. roles and everything they did afterwards. You know, you just love them because they were in Lord of the Rings. You know, it's just right, unreal, man. Just you know, and goddamn Christopher Lee. We can't forget Christopher Lee. What a
0: kick-ass just dude. And this man. was and this was around these when these movies came out. Wasn't this around the same time he was doing those metal albums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he
1: was kind of he was kind of channeling his Sauron in the uh, the metal albums.
0: I did Look a music pretty, moment yeah. on, I did a music moment on his Charlemagne album. Oh, yeah, because he pretty, he he says he 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 says he's related to Charlemagne.
1: I could see that, dude, because he's kick ass, man. Christopher Lee is awesome, and the that, oldest that,
0: man to ever perform metal.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that.
0: He was in his nineties. Christopher, I'm a, I'm upset. Christopher Lee never did anything with Manowar. That would have been.
1: That would have been. Because I want to think if he did, but I'm thinking of uh, Orson, Welles. Orson, Orson Wells. Orson Wells got
0: it. to, but, yeah, but but man, yeah, Christopher Lee did they give that that they gave him that fake nose, so he was like really weird looking. Just that like witch's crooked which w- th- yeah.
1: crooked nose. Yeah, like you knew that motherfucker was a bad guy the second you saw him, you know. Like
0: yeah, yeah, you know, he, he wasn't
1: Gandalf's old buddy, he was a fucking creeper, dude.
0: I am the wizard of many colors. I mean, it's like, you know, he, and that wizard fight kicked ass. They yeah, never dude, let him hand have, on each other. It was all like,
1: like pfft. just fucking doing their wizard shit with their staffs. And yeah. And then he fucking got killed by Chucky, you know, Chucky in part two, Brad Deardor. Yep. Right, yep. Yeah.
0: Who actually
1: Chucky, yeah, who,
0: who actually shaved his eyebrows to play the worm. And then he finally was done with his stuff. He went back home and grew his eyebrows back and got a phone call. We need to shoot some extra scenes. He said, My wife was like, You got to shave your eyebrows again. Yep. He had just grown them back, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking. But, dude, man, he was kick ass in that role. You know, I mean, he did so many fucking good, good people in that movie.
0: Now, I am going to say something here. I'm going to jump to... uh, Because I said, if I don't say it now, I'll forget and it'll bug me. And at three in the morning, I'll remember it. And I'm not going to call you and say, let's go back on the air. So I'm going to do it now. (laughs) All right. Um, All right. Everybody goes shit brain pissed off about strong women. and, And it, you know, being like the talking point of everything. That woman... That whole line in Return of the King was all before any of this stuff about strong yeah, women, dude. And like this. was that whole scene was, you know, no man, you know, no man can defeat me, I'm no man,
1: wow. yeah, dude. And it, it wasn't, worked. it wasn't forced down our throat, right? And like it worked. made It is um, you know, I don't, you know, I, we'll say it, it woke, you know what I mean? It wasn't, uh, a, a big woke thing like inequality, no, it was this. bitch pardon my French this this <laughs> lady was you know one of the strongest people in the entire story right she was a beautiful mix of warrior and you know the, the kind of princess kind of delicate female character right. that most guys love you know and
0: but she, she wrote that line on both right, and right. It, and it worked and I did when she said that line I wasn't sitting there going ugh it was like it was natural, it fit, it, it worked. Like,
1: yeah, dude. I am no. Right. Girl.
0: But the fact that people run around nowadays bitching about it is like we've had strong women. You just weren't paying yeah, attention.
1: Yeah, we've had strong women our whole lives, man. I mean, we had Ripley, uh Scarlett, the Baroness, uh the Lord of the Rings chick, uh you Princess, know. Princess Leia. Le- Princess Leia, of course, you know. My my first girlfriend kind of Kind of looked like Princess Leon and Hoth, and maybe that was part of the reason why I thought she was so beautiful. But anyway, that's the nerd me talking. But
0: yeah, but it was, I just that you know, and that was the thing that what the thing there was a couple of things in Return of the King that I liked that for that battle that stood out over uh, Hell's Helm's Deep, but it didn't make Helm's Deep shitty. It was just some, I love the big elephants, those are yeah, like I mean, really yeah, cool, yeah. but when that. Um, When those ships showed up and all them ghosts came off of that ship, you were like, holy shit. They just came out like.
1: And just fucking took over everything, man. I was like, yeah, dude. And those fucking ghosts looked so good, you know? And if you watch The Frighteners, you totally like know that's Peter Jackson's style, the way they looked. And, and, uh,
0: and the, just and, badass, you know. And the and the whole negotiations with the ghosts, yeah, like you know, you know, because they they, wanted, they didn't want they were like they were based they wanted to tell him to fuck off. They didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, they know.
1: basically did at first, you know, like. <laughs> but that did contain one scene that I thought was cheese dick in the extended version, is after they get the negotiations and and they they're not quite sure. If uh, you know the ghosts are gonna fight with him, the whole chamber, like the cave that they're in, starts filling up with skulls, and they're like basically like drowning in this sea. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Appears to be like a million skulls, and I'm like, wow, this is the only corny part in this whole series that I'm really like, nah, I don't like that. But then when he comes out and he's like, we will fight. And they take over the ships and kick ass, just kick ass all around, man.
0: Now, from what I understand in the books, that they show the journey of one group. And then the second part of the book is the other group. We're in two towers. We were bouncing back and forth between, you know, Orlando Bloom and company and then the hobbits, and then back to them, and then back and then back and then back. Where in the books, you know, everything that Sam and Frodo were doing was all like book one. And then then it was just them. You know what I mean? There was no intertwining going back and forth. Yeah, Hulk so it's more
1: of a it's more <laughs> of a linear type story. Yeah.
0: Right. And I don't know. Now I'm gonna say I don't know how I feel about that. Because I had never read It, but didn't the new movies do it like the book did it? were? Oh. Just... So the original miniseries was the way the book flowed.
1: Yeah, dude, if I remember right, if I remember right when I read It, that that's how it flowed. That it, it actually started with the old people remembering it, and then they started remembering what happened when they were a kid. You know, but they decided in the new movies to uh, divide it up to make it a more linear story.
0: And see, as much as I liked the it, I mean, I got the poster right there. As much as I liked the movie, I didn't like the second one as much as the first one. But no, I
1: didn't either. I thought the first one was great. I
0: <laughs> but didn't like. I didn't like the way the movies flowed, and that's why I'm grateful how Peter Jackson took it upon himself to do the movie. I'm taking the movie, but I'm doing it my way. And I like the way he interject, you know, took us back from one group to the other. So we didn't get bored. He he didn't
1: underestimate the audience. Like we can keep track of two or three storylines going at the same time. You know, and, and, and did it, uh, you know, as a a, a coinciding Coinciding story. It It was really cool, dude. It was,
0: yeah, that's, uh, so that's, that's another thing I'm grateful for. Because I think if I had read the Two Towers, I would have been like, ugh.
1: Now, see, everybody tells me that the Two Towers, if you get through Fellowship, Two Towers and Return of the King are much easier to read and they flow a lot better. But, dude, Fellowship was grueling. Like, I mean, it was one of those things where I had to, I got about 200 pages into it but I literally had to reread every page over. Like I couldn't just go to the next page. I had to like read it because some of it, it's like you're reading, like you don't even think you're reading words. Sometimes it's just like you to go numb or something. I just could not. And I know I'll probably get some flack for that. Cause there's so many fans of the literature. I just, There was just something about the way fellowship was written that I just couldn't, I just, cannot absorb it.
0: Even if I wanted to, I think with my medical condition, I don't think I could read them at all. I I think I I, would, I would sit in my chair and it's the first time I saw the kid walk by, I would, and then I would never go back to the book because of the Alzheimer's. So it's like, I can't, I I would look, Look, I would love to read it just to experience it. That's the one thing. I'm not saying I, I want to read it because, you know, I want to love it. I think it's better. I just, I think I'm missing out on have never read have never read them. It's like oh, one of those things. I
1: agree. I agree. Like with the Harry Potters, you know, I was lucky enough to where I saw the first five movies before I decided to give the books a chance. Cause I was like, man, I don't like these movies. Harry Potter fans are dorks, but then I read the books and it was a life-changing experience. I'll forever be a Harry Potter fan because of that. So I get what you're saying that, you know, when you read the books, you feel like you're getting a little bit more connected and a little bit extra out of it. It's just, it's, 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 a, it's a feat. It's a hard, it's a hard read. Definitely. the. Definitely a harder one that I encountered
0: Because I've read some books that I loved but are pointless That I read now uh, The Timothy's, yeah. the first Timothy Zahn trilogy Awesome, but it doesn't Mean shit no more And then when I was young, I read this awesome book You probably, well I don't know I'll, I don't know how much How many years I got on you and whatnot. But there was a book When I was a kid that I loved And it doesn't matter Because it never went anywhere with it Alan Dean something wrote it. It was called Splinter of the Mind's Eye.
1: Yeah, dude, yeah, I, remember I remember that, that. dude. It was the
0: first Star Wars novel outside of the, you know, George Lucas's story. It was the yeah. first Star Wars book that was written by someone else.
1: Uh, yeah, and, Princess Leia and Luke go to a mine. and
0: Yeah, it was an awesome.
1: It was a very strange story. But yeah, it doesn't mean anything anymore. But I read it. I read it, too.
0: Right. Years no, and years and years ago. Like, does S- it, like,
1: Darth Vader gets his arm chopped off or... And
0: something? I do believe
1: eh.
0: Sith were flying creatures. Yes. And they yeah. were, yeah. Yeah, so I understand why it never went anywhere, but it was a good fucking book. It was a yeah, good book. It
1: just it just disappeared, man, you know? And I've read yeah. so many Stephen King books and... Coots uh, and uh John Saul. I was really into John Saul.
0: See, but I I, to- I liked the miniseries of The Stand, even though it's far off from the book. But there was so much in the book you couldn't have done in a TV show. Miniseries, right, anything. right. And so God, I'm,
1: they, I'm they butchered the new one so badly. Like it would have been good. It. it would have been good, but the way they edited it was just horseshit like it was the worst poorly edited show i've ever watched i mean it just it made my blood pressure just go off the like they would put the payoff to a scene before the build-up to it and then throw in the explanation it's just i can't explain how bad it was but if you and i were to sit down and watch it i could be like do you see, see this? See, Do you see, see what they're yeah, doing? Yeah,
0: like, yeah I, I I still have I have, I have Paramount Plus, but it opened with them all in a church, and I'm like, this is all that's wrong. Half, you know?
1: That's halfway through the fucking movie. And
0: my they're wife is,
1: in, yeah, they're already in Colorado at that point. I'm like,
0: my wife's <laughs> like, nope, fuck. turn it off. Cause I'm not gonna sit yep. here all night and listen to you, bitch, that it's not like the book or the yep, she said yep, just yep, turn well. it off. So that's why <laughs> we never watched it because she was I was already pissing her off because I was like, well, this isn't how it's. You're
1: fine. Because once (laughs) you see Randall Flagg walk on there, you're like, oh, hell no. Fucking look at this guy wanting to be Randall Flagg. There ain't no fucking way in the world. Jamie Sheridan
0: is the only.
1: Yeah, dude. I want a sly, greasy, heavy metal dude that's a mixture of charming and intimidating. The guy that got to play him in the new one is a fucking dork. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, it's like, he, he reminded me of like Justin Timberlake in skinny jeans or something. It's just, uh, and don't get me wrong. I like Justin Timberlake, you know, but uh, not as Randall flag, you know, I I don't want to see that shit, but now let's talk about, we discussed the Hobbit. We don't need to go into details with that. Cause I can't, really pick out any scenes or anything other than, you know, the smog scenes and stuff. Right. Now, let's talk about, did you ever even try to do Rings of Power? The uh, Amazon Prime show.
0: No, I have never watched it because I was afraid, because all the talk about it's going to be into the billions to do the show, and they spent all this money on the license. I'm like, they're going to fuck it up. They're going to fuck it up. Fuck
1: it up, they did. I got through, like, one episode. And to me, that was like reading the book because I had to watch that one episode, like, two times because I just could not pay attention. And it was just so... You know, I know if I say it, there's going to be a bunch of people out there, like... It was woke, dude. It was fucking... There's no (laughs) other way to describe it. It was... It was fucking like just every single agenda you can think of was shoehorned into this, you know, like, you know, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to, I'll get in trouble. If I give my opinion about it, I don't even want to talk about it. It's stunk. I don't want to give it any minute of my time, but we'll just move on from there.
0: Well, it's like, it's like when I watched the Willow show on Disney, Yes, the main character was a lesbian and they brought it up that she was a lesbian, but it was brought up in a way to where it didn't feel agenda pushing because it wasn't like all up in your face. Like, here, look, she's gay. Oh, wait, wait, she's gay. It, it It had a little bit of a natural feel like, okay, she's gay, you know, but it's like I don't I don't have a problem with gay characters at all. It's just, don't make them gay because you just gotta have a gay person, you know? Just for the you know, sake people, of
1: it. Like, like, like it's like, a big, like, big point. Like, you know, it does nothing for the story and just...
0: it's but, like you know, South- we said
1: we we wouldn't discuss this kind of stuff. Right. You know, so... But
0: I will say this. It's sort of like with South Park pointing it out. You know, with their character. What was that character's name? Token. You yes, know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. I know yeah. exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly what what i'm saying when it becomes that kind of situation where you have to have the token right just to make things equal it just doesn't it just doesn't feel genuine anymore with anything you know like i i don't know cuz you know it seems like when i start giving my opinions on that kind of stuff people are like oh you're a bigot or a racist or whatever and it's like no i just don't want there to be some kind of preconceived notion that there's social injustice in everything, and fighting social injustice has to be shoehorned into every single story and intellectual property well, and all that. Just fucking just when, tell a when, story. When,
0: when I lived in Illinois, I worked for a towing company, and one of my best friends on the towing company that worked with us was a black dude, and he saw. I loaned him some movie. It was a southern movie. And he goes, Oh man, that was awesome. That movie was awesome. That movie kicked ass. He goes, Well, what was with the black dude? I said, What was I said, what was wrong with the black dude? He goes, I have relatives in the south. All them white people wouldn't have had a black friend. Not in that time. I'm like, what do you mean? Then you know, blah 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 blah. So even you know, I don't know about every black person, but he was like, you know, don't put a black person in there because you think you need to, you know, make it yeah, seem like yeah, because- this, you know what I mean
1: make it historically accurate.
0: Right. Yeah. Like that, na- like nowadays, if you made a movie about a bunch of teenagers in Chicago and you put one black person in the group, I'm going to be mad. Like, dude, there should be more than that. You know, people right. have changed over time. Everybody's more integrated. You know, you, you, when you see groups of kids, which is the way it should be, you know, when you look into a field of people, you know, I love it when I look at a concert video of a metal band and I see lots of black faces out there. Or when I see a black comic and I see lots of white faces, that's the way things are supposed to be. Yeah. We're not it's supposed the to care. Was, how we're, right. We're supposed to come fit, together. You know? Right. So, but they still nowadays, that's why sometimes I know we, I know we said we would, but that's how come sometimes I think they want us to hate each other. Hey, let's I make know, this movie. Because yeah, they make it a deal these, like, right. there's all this injustice. And it's like,
1: dude, I've been listening to like seven dust for 30 years, you know? And like, you know, just getting into you know, black folks and white folks have been getting along for a while, and it's like yeah, i not gonna, to make an issue. Like, there's all this stuff out there, and they're just amplifying right the issue itself. You know, they're not fighting it, but
0: and and uh, you know, to move us and to move us away from the serious talk, so we don't upset people. Right, we can we can talk about how you know, Star Wars is basically a movie about people who hate droids. You know, if there's any racism it's, in Star Wars, it's the it's it's, no one like the not serve
1: their kind here, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, don't, don't be a know. droid in a galaxy far, far away. AI wouldn't survive.
1: Dude, dude. that's why. Dude. Have you seen Ahsoka?
0: Or, no, I, no I, it's
1: I, the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, I've the, only watched the first season. I haven't. I've oh, yeah, dude. Black I don't want
1: to give it away for you. I don't want to. You have to see it.
0: I know but that they, dude Jack Black it. is in it. Ugh.
1: Yeah, but your shock it only lasts a minute. You know cuz he shows up and you're like, "What, dude? Lizzo and Jack Black? That's fucking gay." But then you're you're like, "Okay, you're past it. You're fine. You it's it's cool." <laughs> because that particular episode is the one I was just going to talk about because they go into the whole uh, racism against droids and and how the uh the organic Creatures, You know, humans and aliens are, you know, kind of racist against droids. And uh, it's really cool. It's really well done. And it's kind of one of those things where that teaches you a lesson about social injustice and doesn't feel like woke shoehorned into the story because it actually really serves the whole story Because overall, you know? It
0: seemed to me the only one that really... Love the droid was Chewbacca because you know he grabbed C3PO, yeah, fought dude, for his He was heart. always, he wanted to, yeah, always
1: lugging him around, you know, like always yeah. trying to rebuild him. And maybe Chewbacca wanted to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not think about such things,
0: <laughs> it but, makes, uh, us, makes us bad, dirty men,
1: right? Right, but uh, yeah, dude, I think uh, my legs kind of falling asleep here so. You know
0: we've so, hit the we've hit the 140 mark. So, so let me ask you. We'll wrap this up, but I gotta ask you.
1: Oh yeah, how are go you on for a little bit longer? But yeah, I wanted to rate how, him as well.
0: How were you with the way it kept ending? You thought the movie was over, and then it would come back, and then you thought it was over, and then it would come back. It's already bad enough. I'm crying for these endings. Well, and then, then and there you you, think, you
1: said it. You said it. <laughs> I don't feel so bad. I fucking cried. I'm not going to lie. After all those years and the emotional investment, I was crying at the endings, but it had the same effect on me this time when I rewatched it. I didn't cry this time, of course, but I had the same reaction I did back then. It's like, okay, I can go home now. It's over. I'm emotionally drained. And then ending number three comes on. <laughs> oh, this is great. I'm emotional. Let's go home. Ending number four comes on. And it's like, okay, they're sailing away. They're going, okay, I'm fine. Just enough with the fucking endings already.
0: Yeah, I, I was, I I still, I guess I'm just a bitch because I still cry at certain movie. When Bobby dies in NYPD Blue. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But when they when it, I every time Return of the King, I start crying before the scene kicks in because I know what's coming. That's how much of a bitch I am. What I'm scene crying before. Because
1: I wonder if it's the same one that gets me
0: all of them. The entire ending. It starts with. It starts with. You kneel before no man. That's, yeah, where, dude,
1: that's, that's, it. that's, that's where it starts. I, I just wanted to hear you say it because I'm like, that's that's the one that got me. It got me both times in the theater. And I think I purposely this time like was checking out my phone or doing something else because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to see it. I don't
0: want,
1: I don't want it. I, my, I, you kneel before no man.
0: I eyes. My eyes start to my eyes start to water when i because I know it's coming. and right. I'm, you, I'm, I know, I'm, yeah, yeah. And, and then as soon as he says it, they start to come down my face. And then it, the rest of the endings, I'm just sobbing.
1: Because you know, yeah, dude, for the first one, the first time you saw it, you're on this emotional roller coaster, and you're reflecting back on uh, nine hours of your life and three years of waiting and it's just this emotional release and it starts out with him seeing Liv Taylor. And you're like, Oh my God, I can't take it. And then he says the line and, and then when he's Sam and they're bouncing on the bed and all that shit,
0: which came, which ending came first. It was the, the you kneel, no kneel. That was the first one. I think. Wasn't yes. It? That's what I
1: thought too, was you kneel before no one. Yeah. You no, know, like,
0: no, my friends. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was like.
1: Yeah, that's fucking he, just he, he, Yeah, and it
0: wasn't just Frodo that he was talking to. He was talking to all the hobbits. Yeah, all you know what four I mean? of them
1: Because they were the yeah. heroes.
0: Yeah, yeah and it was like,
1: definitely
0: they were the heroes, you know. Yeah, and and you, and, 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 no and you no look, and look at it like, well, Pippin and you know they all had their own little journeys of sadness and triumph and defeat and this that. It's like when he said, "None of you," I you know you're. You would think, okay, well, Frodo gets special treatment, but he didn't. He treated all four of them the yeah, same. because
1: they were all the heroes. They all had the burden to bear. Yeah. You know, so it was, it, it was pretty kick-ass. So, yeah. and it deserved the Oscar. Let's put it that yes. way. If he would have been denied because they nominated all three of those movies for Oscars, and he got fucking snubbed each time, and I'm like, dude, if you motherfuckers and snub because this is a cinematic achievement that has not been done in human history and if you don't give it the oscar and give it to some stupid fucked up artsy fart movie i'm never gonna watch an oscar ever again in my life so you know what it was
0: you know what it was? They didn't want to have Lord of the Rings winning a bunch of Oscars three years in a row. So they right. saved it for the end, which is and, wrong. And, and I can which,
1: understand it is wrong, but I can understand that, you know, after it but, was said and done, I understood it. Cause they knew that if it would have won the Oscar every single year, it would have been like, I don't think, I don't think return of the King would have been as special if, it would have won the Oscar. You know what I mean? Like
0: I just, it just bugs me because there's other award shows out there, especially for musicians where they'll win every year. Same musician. Yeah,
1: how like, many like years like, did Michael tal- Jackson taliban- win?
0: A, or my in the eighties? How many awards did Michael Jackson win? Yeah. So it's like, so if they had gave him, you know, <clears throat> I'm. I'm still. I'm glad they got the Oscar. I just think they should have got Best Picture if you wanted to mix up the actors and whatnot. But I think they. Sh- you know. I think get. They should have been Best Picture. Each one of them should have been. But at the same time, I get what they were doing. But I can look at it and say, "Return of the King" won the Oscar for Best Best Picture. But I know deep down inside, it's referring to the entire trilogy.
1: Yeah, the entire thing, and that's kind of the way I looked at it too. Was that. You know, this Oscar was for the the whole body of work, right? You know, not right. just not just that. So, right. So, in your opinion, while we're wrapping this up, out of the trilogy, what do you think was the best one?
0: Fuck. Well, I will say the first one would be the weakest, just because it was story building.
1: Agreed. I would
0: have to. I would have to go with, for me personally. This is tough It is and
1: I can't decide either.
0: I want to say the two towers is number one because it did something. Most movie trilogies don't most trilogies. That second film is boring because there's, they're they're just, they're laying it out. You know, you got the, the, the beginning and then just what's going on and then the climactic ending, but two towers was climactic on its own. And with the battles, it
1: still stands up on its own too. Right, like you know, you can still watch Two Towers, and you know that Return of the King has bigger battles in it. But Two Towers is still like fucking amazing, dude. I think for me, I I I had the Two Towers video game too that I played all the time.
0: Yeah, I've got them. I got all. I got the Hobbit and all three Lord of the Rings games for my original Xbox in the next room. I don't. I I would have to put. I guess I would have to if I really. Get down to it. I'd have to put two towers first. It's, it gets the empire treatment because that Helms Deep and all that stuff that went on in that movie just amazed the fuck out of me. So right. I would it, have it never
1: s- never been done before in my yeah. opinion. So Nothing I would go like two, that you know,
0: I'd go two, three, and one. Two, three, and one.
1: Agreed, hundred percent. We're on the same page. I was going to say Helms Deep takes it. Uh, you know, I, I watched it. Uh, watched both of the movies uh, with my friend that died. His name was Junior, and he uh, was also a, a huge Two Towers fan as well. So yeah, I agree. It goes two, three, and one, but that does not make one any less of a awesome no. movie. No. I mean the story no. as a whole still stands up. It's still amazing, and it always will be. Thank God. You yep. know.
0: Yep. Yep. So, I'm a so yeah, I they were great films. Great trilogy. Um I think the only thing in my opinion that beats it is the universe that we call 007, which we're going to have to do one day, but we may have to do it in two parts.
1: Yeah, cuz that's going to take a little bit of research on my part because I've seen a- most most of the Conrys and most of the uh, the Roger Moore's and stuff. but uh,
0: I love the Star Wars franchise. I love the Lord of the Rings franchise. But I think the grandest of all in longevity is that James Bond franchise.
1: Yeah, you know, you can't deny it. I mean, there's what, 27? 27, 27 of them, I think?
0: Yeah. Well, well, we'll have to plan it. If we do it, it'll be a summer thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, we already talked about what we might do next here. But I think right. the franchise discussion, this worked pretty well. I right. mean, we went uh, – we're at about two hours, had a good discussion, got our ratings out, you know, like didn't need a whole lot of structure. I do like doing the top fives, though. No, we uh, won't I'm, stop doing that. Just, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely, definitely open for more – for more franchise discussions, I think that's in order. So,
0: all right. Well, with that all being right. said, I don't know what we're going to do next, but it'll be after Valentine's Day. So, I'm going to try to find something that we could do that won't make us, you know, look like we're gay for each right. other. But, but you know, you know, Valentine's Day, I don't know. We'll right. figure it out. It's, it, well, it'll we'll be the fifth going right. So, February 15th, we'll be back. Don't forget, Saturday night. Last Saturday, if you missed it, you can get it on demand. I did. Uh, uh, I did the grandpa's playlist. Was the Tommy, Tommy the who, the Who's Tommy? You know what I'm talking about. This yeah. Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Rabbit and Red Radio is going to be. I'm doing the debut self-titled album from Skid Row. So you Skid need to check Row, that out,
1: man.
0: You need to With check that out. Big
1: guns, man.
0: Yeah, bang bang, and shoot them like my fire. heart.
1: Bang bang, man.
0: Yeah. So that's that. And then I don't have anything. Then the following week will just be your, my regular grandpa side show. And then the following week, I'm going to do Backwoods Horror Show again. And then it'll be us. So, you know, if you want to see me, I'm out there. If you want to hear right. me, I'm out there. Oh, and, did you see uh, we'll, that? I
1: just bought my camera there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah dude. Uh, for me, I will be... uh Itching my nuts and listening to uh, Janet Janet records, Janet Jackson records. Oh. for the, the next couple of weeks.
0: So, and you're, and I think tonight's the debut of your buddy's show at 11 o'clock on Rabbit. Oh, yeah, Red. yeah,
1: Chris. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tune in for that, uh,
1: man. Chris Danker, yeah. the freak radio show. Chris, yeah. uh, just a little buildup. He's been doing that show uh, for many years on a, a local Janesville access, and uh, he was nice enough to come to Rabbit and Red. And, uh, fuck the people trying to, uh, pull some shady shit. You know who you are. I don't even want to get into that anymore, but you can lick both of my fucking nuts, man. But yeah, um, Chris, Chris is an awesome dude. He's a great guy and good show. Good. It's going to be a good show.
0: Yeah. So I wanted everybody to know about that. So, so there you go. I got all my stuff here. I'm doing my thing with the Backwoods guys. And I'm doing my thing with you. I'm getting along. I'm having a good time. And we will be back on the 15th. But I, like I said, I did want everybody to know tonight at 10 o'clock. I think it's no, 11. You have to, You can go to the website. He's already got a show page up there. Just drop through the drop. Go to rabbitandredradio.com. And on the drop box, it tells you. I don't know if it's 10 or 11, but I think it's, it's he
1: usually he, runs it at 10 o'clock. Okay. So, I mean, when it was on every other Thursday, or every Thursday that I would tune in, it'd be at uh, like 10 o'clock. Okay. And, uh, yeah, what I'd do is I'd have it playing on my a and I'd doze off and go to sleep to it, you know, and stuff. But, uh,
0: so, but go to the website because it shows you the kind of music he likes to play and all that. So go to the website, look at his show page, and then it'll tell you what time it is. You can head back there tonight and check it out. And with that, I guess we will say what is it avita Zane yeah and uh we'll figure out what' we'll, we'll, I'll let I'll let you know next week during grandpa's what our uh, sideshow what we're gonna try and do next so with that being said I appreciate everybody tuning in and listen yeah, so, so we're heading out and don't forget stick around at least listen to the last of this because I love the outro song I, I don't want to make his cheeks turn red or anything but
1: it happens. I this, mean it every I, once in a while.
0: This is for a guy who was sitting in his house with nobody around but him, himself, and I, and whatnot. I think Steve was there. I don't know if I don't know if no, Steve was a part m-
1: my guitar player. Steve didn't have anything to do with this. Okay, I, like I, you know, I mixed it, I mixed it, produced it, uh, arranged it. Uh, the guitar player, I wrote most of the parts, and then he played. He did the solos, of course, you know, and. But, uh, yeah, it was just me and him. I wrote all the lyrics. and
0: So it's you know. amazing. It's amazing. So
1: I, I, I appreciate it, yeah.
0: And now I've got an MP3 of it, so it goes on my memory stick, so it's in my car. So sometimes Murray shows up on my car, <laughs> in, in my radio. That's where so I, That's where I so, need to be, man. Yeah. So it's only a minute and eight seconds of the song, but you guys check it out because it's an awesome song, and we will see you next time. See ya.
1: Have a good one, man.